she wanna fuck another bitch, I made it happy. Felt like Michael Jackson, moonwalking. Smooth criminal, smooth, check, smooth check, check. I put some ice on top of it just to cool off. I got my runners on, been trapping, I'm a pause. Take that booty on the trip and make a pussy drip. Pussy designer, she fuck with fifth. She like to ride, ride on. I'm such a fan of this goddamn album. I got diamonds, Eliante. Bathing they like I'm a rhyme, I'm a fan of that guy. Yeah, man. Titties, titties, big ass, titties, big titties, quality breasts. Quality breasts. Give a round of applause. I'm feeling special. Give a round of applause. Tis the season. EJ and TJ. For those that I know. I'm on the boards today, so I'm going to be extra with the... It's going to be mad fucking claps. It's going to be mad claps and different sounds. Um, What's going on, man? What's the deal, bro? Where's Verge? I don't know. I'm going to text him. I didn't That's a trip because uh, Verge, yeah, Verge be here like clockwork, bro. Like, man, you have to talk to him. Uh, what's going on with you, man? Shit, really. Um, You know, like everybody else, like rushing to this holiday shit now. Trying to like put like the last little final touches on shit. This shit's mailing in. Everybody checking orders. Uh, we yeah. was like, it was even like we was decorating at the house before I uh, before I left. But uh, other than that, shit, same old shit. I feel it. Same here. I'm almost done with my holiday shopping. I'm looking forward to getting this shit the fuck out the way. Man, I feel like I don't know. I feel like um. I don't know why I feel like it like snuck on me this year. Yeah, me and uh, me and Babe been saying that, man. The holidays snuck up like a motherfucker this year. Like, this shit came quick than a bitch. Yeah, I was just yeah. mad, like, not prepared. Like, even as, like, I'm like, oh, hey, it's, it's coming up, it's coming up, it's coming up. And I'm still, like, here we are, like, what, two weeks? Yeah. We got, I'm like, shit, like, damn, nigga, I'm like, it's Christmas coming up, motherfucker. Like, without a doubt. Behind, like, a motherfucker. Yeah, and that's... I don't know, man. I spend the whole vibe of the year, man. Like, when I look at 2019, 2019 was, like, heavy. But it, like, luckily that shit passed so quick oh, that shit, and so fast. 2019 was hitting the gas. I don't know what the fuck niggas was doing. I don't know, like, like. That was a gift and a curse of it that it was so heavy and it was so, like, deep. But it, yeah. it passed fast. Because it was, like, it was, like, a lot. And as you said, like, it was, like, good and bad. It was just shit. Going, even this, like, this is just kind of yeah. been on the roll. And they be like, damn, nigga, like, this, this year finna be fucking over. Yeah, and when you look up, like, people ask, like, how long have you guys been doing it? I'd be like, oh, shit, uh... Yeah, I was like, prone to say 18 months. I look up, like, damn, it's going on two years now. Like, no, yeah, like, something just, um... It was kind of funny you said that, like, because I was... Out of going the back and forth on the page, and that shit says one year. year. I was like, nigga, I remember when we did this. that, right? Oh, like, yeah, I look, I look at when I see afters because we was at afters when we took that for the Rick and Morty mm-hmm. thing, and I see that shit. Like when I see the that you know you scrolling through the food shit and you see them them making an ice cream, I be like, I was just there like a couple weeks ago, bro. Our <laughs> dead ass was like, oh yeah, we took this shit about ago. a month ago. That shit said last yeah, year. Was, I was like, yeah. get the fuck out my phone. It's definitely been a vibe. of time's been passing. Um. Speaking of this year, one thing that's been interesting, man, or one thing I guess that just just to jump right into the show, something that goes with the the mood of the year. Last week we talked about Lizzo, mm-hmm. and I said that it's something coming, something down the pipeline that she's doing all this for, and lo and behold, she wins Time Magazine's Entertainer quote unquote of the year. Is that what she was popping her ass for? Yeah, that's so the Laker game. Uh, Whereas pre- before that, it preceded that. So she did that at the Laker game. Then maybe 
two, three days later, she came out. It was time. She posted it on her thing, and she got Time Magazine Entertainer of the Year. That and, works. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I And feel- then she posted a video twerking in Chick-fil-A, which made everybody just... Oh, I yeah, mean, not I everybody, but that made me just be like, bitch. <laughs> like, to me, the <laughs> shit that you are planning and doing... Like, Chick-fil-A is the most religious, family-oriented restaurant... That's funny as fuck. ...that you can ever... <laughs> these motherfuckers... Sunday, they shut down for Sunday. Like, they don't give a fuck what... They don't give a fuck about football. They don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Shut it down for Jesus. They shut it down for Jesus. They was willing, like, in 2019, 2019, year, like, the year 2019 of our Lord, the motherfuckers was willing to be like, uh, we, we would just prefer if the gays didn't eat our chicken. Bruh. Like, no, we, we understand they're a large um, group. A quote unquote group Chick-fil-A of people. But, um, and weird, but they were just like, we just prefer if they just didn't eat our chicken. Yeah. I think, like, I feel like that would probably like I mean, but you know, shit. That's but if like, that's how she'd get down, and that's how she get down. But I feel like that would eventually turn her entertainment into like parody ish, because like she's talented as fuck, like flutes and music and all this other shit. You could do all that, and you pop like I, I mean, I don't know. Like if she, because she always makes posts like that's her how she get down as a person. So I'm like, I don't know, man. Live your truth. Like her fans are gonna fuck with it, but personally, I, I, I feel they, like that'd be like yeah, kind of like. Excess, excessive, maybe. I think the time. Mm. I think her clock started ticking already. I think her clock is ticking. Um, I think, I think mainstream media is creating a problem. Black people are gonna have to deal with. What you mean? As far as like, besides what they usually do. <laughs> I mean, just she's gonna be another case of it, though. She's gonna be this big mega personality that's gonna be created, mm-hmm. and then mainstream media is just gonna be like, well, we're done with that. We're done with that. And I, she's still not going to be, a, like, she's still going to be antics, though, because she's still going, like, oh, this is me. And, you know, people don't ever know how to back down from their celebrity. Nobody knows how to bow out of their celebrity. I like, to gracefully that. be like, oh, my time is over. Cool, cool, cool. Do a couple of features. Save some money. And I'm gone, y'all. All right, hip-hop. I like, mean, yeah, unless she, like, you know, I could see her, like, parlaying her shit. Like, musically, like, I can respect her talent. It's not my cup of tea. But, like, if she would parlay, like, if she turned into, like, started acting and was good at it or some shit, like, she could parlay her celebrity into another field. She would have to. I don't, she's not going to last in music. And and it's just because she doesn't pick her moments well. And this is my, for me, my mm-hmm. whole thing is that I know, I kind of feel strongly that you're trolling. Because in the events and times, like, okay, so, perfect example. She posted that, that thing of Rihanna and said that that was her inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to touch on this too long because I feel like we talked about this already. I just, I just wanted to, like, kind of say that, that. Her winning Entertainer of the Year um, was something that fucking I'd seen coming. I'd seen it was either an album or a single or something was coming for her. But um, when she posted the thing about Rihanna being her inspiration and shit, my whole thing is that when you see Rihanna or these people do this, they're doing it at certain events, Met Galas and things like that. Mm-hmm. When these events come around, you don't pick these events that give you the range to be able to show artistic expression in your outfit. You don't pick those events to be able to do that. You pick Chick Fil A and Laker games and family events and family restaurants. You should you should be going to no place that has a play place with your ass out. It has a play area. Like it literally <laughs> has a place where children have a, a, a domicile <laughs> that they can play in. Nigga, like, why are you going there with your ass out? Yeah, like not even ass out to the, like. <clears throat> excuse me, shit, just choked. <clears throat> like you had on, she had on the coochie cutters that were like they cut so much that. It's really just panties seeing you from seeing pussy. Like, denim. if you didn't she, have no panties on. So she had on denim drawers. Yeah, she basically. <laughs> and I'm like, 
You know, to me, if you took advantage and went to award shows with your titties, ass, and pussy out, mm-hmm. that's 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 fair game to me, I guess. Like award shows and have no problem Damn. with it, no matter who you are. This is stuffy in this motherfucker, right? Bro, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm gassing and shit, burping like a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm choking. Finna die. <laughs> <laughs> Finna die. Um, but yeah, to me, that's that. That's something different, but I guess that's that's just some to me antics that I just can't fuck with. You know what I saw this week that I'm and I feel like as two black motherfucking uh, podcast radio host niggas don't talk about it. motherfucking Tom Joyner retired. Yes. Tom Joyner, like the great. If Shout you know, out Tom Joyner, bro. If nobody's out there talking about Tom Joyner being like the one of like the greatest. oh no, not one of the he he, he is, is like as much as we praise Howard Stern. That's what I'm saying. Like he's right. Like if not, to, more, no, he's he's, he's as, yeah like, for what Howard Stern does and what Howard Stern's niche is. Granted, love it. It's easy to me. I think it's easy to sell women um, masturbating <laughs> in your studio. Hey y'all, I got titties in the studio. Yeah, like I think it's easy to sell Jenna Jameson riding riding a dildo and shit in the studio. But it's when you're Tom Joyner and you have to do a morning show in Dallas and then travel. On a flight right yeah, at the end of your show true. to go to Chicago to do your show th- to become the biggest name in radio, you have to literally go across from the t- bottom to top of the country daily. Even that's like and that's do work two shows ethic. and a flex. Like they were like, we I don't you think so, it's that. I think it's a necessity. Nigga. I mean, I mean, no, no, not like a flex. Like he was trying to like just you're Once so you good. We want it, you in two cities. I don't think it's that though. I think it's like nigga, I mean, not, you have I mean, to be in two. I don't think it was you so good that you we want you in two uh, cities. That's how I took it. You, I think at the time for him to be what he was going to be today, like I think that's I think oh, it's no, the old I mean, adage that no, you I have mean, to work twice his, as hard to get half as much. I mean, from his perspective, I see that that view, but I just always I looked at it. I was like, a nigga was talented enough where they were like, "Yo, he he needs we need him here," and another city was like, "We need him here too." From their perspective, I looked at it. He was talented as fuck. Him, I definitely feel like Bro, he was grinding. I don't yes. feel like even for that. I feel like sometimes people just need a job field, and if somebody's willing to fill it. They'll let somebody fill it, and oh, if it I just think. so happens that it's somebody of quality that's willing to fill it, then you just get a double up. But I think sometimes that's like when your boss goes to the the best nigga on the shift and asks him to do overtime. You don't really expect this nigga to say yes because he works so hard during the shift. But then that nigga say yes, you be like, oh shit, you will. Oh uh, oh <laughs> shit, okay, uh, cool. Oh fuck, like you just you just luck up into it. I don't think Tom Joyner was a nigga that they were like Tom is so good and he's gonna be the future radio that we have to. I don't think it was that. I, I don't, don't think Tom Joyner applied, now. and they were like, "He's he's great, and we just have to have him, and we we can manage and pay for plane tickets." And I don't think it was none of that. I mm-hmm. think Tom Joyner legitimately had at that time to work twice as hard to get half of what other radio personalities had. And for me, I, like I could see the flattery in it. Like I understand where there's an area to be flattered. I do, but I also I don't think at that time because the times mm-hmm. didn't call for you to be allowed. In my opinion, like when I look at that, those like early, like late seventies and like what was he sixties and seventies? He was doing that shit. He was doing that in the, in the if I'm not Something mistaken, like the late seventies or yeah, like late seventies, we early eighties. Like, yeah, we were headed towards. I think. Yeah, I think we were heading towards eighties, maybe early eighties. He was doing that. So ballpark, yeah, yeah. I, I would think maybe early eighties. He was doing that. I, I think in the eighties in that time, I don't know if black entertainment was still like. You know, um, celebrated, not so much tolerated. Like, I think that people understood how strong the market for something was, but I don't mm-hmm. think nobody was happy about hiring them. No, I wouldn't look at it like they were happy. I just legitimately look at it like a motherfucker was like, if I am if I have a radio station, I need somebody that I at least, whether I like them or not or whether I appreciate them or not, I know that this motherfucker has the ability to run the show. And so when I saw that, I definitely believe that 
for time, it was a work twice as hard to get half as much situation from his perspective. I don't think he ran those shows, though. Like, that's my whole mm-hmm. point. It's like, when I say running shows, I don't even mean, like, oh, he was the boss and ran. No, I don't even think the nigga didn't. Like, the boards. I think he literally had a whole crew of people around him that was probably whatever they were. And but for radio, he just literally went and plugged himself in as a voice. Mm, but for radio, that, I mean, unfortunately, I feel like to the outside, to the audience, that's what it is, Freddie. Like, nobody here understands, like, boards and we in here clicking on shit. They just hear our voices. So, But I think for us, our sense of pride would be, like, black engineer, black radio producer, mm-hmm. black this, black that. So it's one thing to have a Tom Joyner show. But how many people around them were of Tom Joyner? Like, to me, that is where the pride will come in if I was Tom Joyner. Is that nigga gave me this show and let me hire all black everything. Oh, no. I Like, I still, like, I think I'm missing my point maybe. Like, for Tom, I 100% feel like he felt how you felt. I just took it when I looked at it, even if you're from a, you know, like a, say, if they say both stations were racist as fuck. There was a record. There was a, there was a recognition. They recognized like this nigga still has the talent to manage. Like I just like objectively from stepping back, I'm like, the nigga was boss enough to handle two stations. Like, is there motherfuckers now that couldn't get on? Like, if you put them in front of a mic that time or this time in any city, they'd have got up there, said some shit, it'd have flopped. Nobody would have listened in. To have the ability to go to two separate cities and tune in and listeners listen to you, that's a fucking bar. Like that's. That's some dope ass shit. The circumstances all trash, like you're saying. But to be able to go, I'm in Dallas. Then I can get on a plane and go to I think what was it, Chicago? But I'm not understanding in what sense in, in terms of the reception of the people, in terms of getting the jobs. Like I'm not understanding. Like, like, I'm what, just saying that to be what able part to, of that was that yeah the, to be able to have the talent to ma- to be the face of two shows and handle and two cities, two giant cities go. I like listening to this motherfucker enough that he can have two shows. But isn't that just nationally syndicated radio before it existed? Like, I think that's what everybody... I think that's the standard for radio now. If you're People gonna had two shows? No, nationally syndicated is the whole world... I mean, the whole country gets to hear you. But that don't mean they like you. Like, you you have... But nectar. what I'm saying like, is we got you don't get here. nationally syndicated through being... Like, if, if the good news didn't feel like we had an appeal to be nationwide, mm-hmm. then I don't think that um, we would be here. I just think that was just like an industry standard before it was an industry standard. Like him, he was just fulfilling an industry standard before. Like there was a demand. So when people, you have to understand, this is when people vacation places. Mm-hmm. You go somewhere and you hear someone or you hear something, you be like, "Man, I, I win this this cat. That's man out there, and it's the radio, just whatever." Mm-hmm. Those type of things create a buzz for a person. I think, and I think that is what projected nationally syndicated radio to go. But I don't think, like, it was as, I don't think it's as big as an accomplishment. I would have to disagree just because okay. of the time frame. Like, if right now. Yeah, I'm maybe it, for the times. Yeah, right. like, yeah, for, yeah, for, for times, right now, somebody yeah. would be like, you can cut on the internet because and Charlemagne right. is yeah. worldwide. Yeah, for that, him, if I, yeah, if in like, 1980-something, yeah, like, just Chicago knows Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Dallas knows Dallas. That's if you to be a that's nigga true. in two separate cities, cities, you that yeah. nigga. Yeah, before that, before it existed, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That's why I said. Yeah. All the By other shit you said, it's different, but back then, that's true. Oh, no, now, if you just you just gotta, you can hear the motherfucker in, I fucking But how much do you think of that? How much of that do you think is just like, we we was happy just to get any of us on the radio. Like we translate. 
you know how we always talk about no matter what city we always travel to, any hood we went to, we was good because we respected the rules of the hood and all hoods are the same. So all niggas but in even, the hood is pretty much the same. But that even that is a talent or somebody to have the perspective to understand different because honestly, every nigga doesn't have that perspective. There's a ton of niggas who we could whatever that would go from here and step outside. You can they go twenty miles from here and get beat the fuck up. So to even have that that type of you know, ability like, to translate. Yeah, the ability to because tra- you know, like like right, even right now, Dallas and Chicago, they're different places. They're, Completely different. Places, you can, but yeah. right now, you could definitely right now, if, if somebody were to send you to Dallas and then turn around and send you to Chicago, you could not only merge the two, but you would give. Oh, I'm gonna give my Chicago niggas some Chicago shit. My Dallas niggas some. That in and of itself is a talent. There's some motherfuckers that if you were like, I'm in Dallas. If you take me to Houston, I'm fucked. Like I don't even know outside of this city. Fuck like fuck around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think Do you think Tom Joyner celebrated enough? Because I remember back in the days, like in the '90s, I think in the 2000s, uh, we've we've kind of forgotten about him. I just um, amongst everything because like I think the oversaturation of the field has allowed us to forget how big did he his celebrate himself enough, or did we celebrate him enough? No, no, no. Do you think Do you think we like currently like the culture? Like, do you remember in the '90s and shit? Tom Joyner, like Black History Month for McDonald's, mm-hmm. Tom Joyner basically basically ran the shit. Mm-hmm. Like every February, you knew McDonald's was going to buy, 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 with Tom yeah. Joyner and you oh, some little oh, books. Oh, it's the Tom Joyner morning, morning show. show. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, do you think we in this era, like right now, that quickly, how I just underestimated or undervalued the accomplishment of like syndication in two, to have a syndicated radio show in two different cities on opposite sides of opposite, opposing sides of the country with completely co- clashing cultures. How do you. Even th- things like that. Do you think we fully understand? Like, even when we look at stuff like just the legends like Bill Cosby. And, and I granted, mm-hmm. like, Bill Cosby. I understand the whole argument that goes with it. Put the asterisk next to what I just said by his name. Cool. <laughs> I'm not going to go through everything. Let's put the asterisk by it and we'll talk about it another episode. But Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Because, I, goddamn, the whole list was about to be controversial figures. But do you think we celebrate these people enough just for what they were like bill Cosby was a huge fucking deal do you think, think we give him enough of those roses i would like to think like there's a generational cutoff like if i if i drop any of those names at like a family reunion i know which table them names gonna go nigga m- m- listen here and then i drop them you know at my 18 year old cousin and down it's like he's you know, he's the asterisk guy. He's the dude who put bitches sleep. I don't know nothing about. Him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, I don't know. I don't the even. Night eat. Quill, nigga. Yeah, the yeah, night, night, yeah, yeah. He's bitch. like, I never. He's like, bro, I don't even eat Jello. I don't know nothing about that shit. Like, I didn't want. Like, I don't yeah. know what is a Huxable. So I don't even know how to spell yeah, that shit. Yeah, in this day and age, I had a motherfucker tell me. I heard a young nigga say, "Bro, I was working with a nigga, right? Uh-huh. And I had some Jello one time, and he was like, "Hey, bro, I thought you don't eat meat." I was like, <laughs> I, "I don't, my nigga. What the fuck are you talking about? It's Jello." He's like, "You know Jello pork, right?" And I was like. Nah, my nigga. <laughs> and I thought about it. And I was like, wait. Is it? And so I Googled it. And I was like, Jell-O is pork. Yeah, it was Jell-O like, is straight pork, my nigga. Jell-O is just pig bones grinded up. That was some of the most, like, that was, like, such a fucking millennial conversation. Because wouldn't know who, what doesn't know, like, so now, the Jell-O like, member knows that Jell-O, Jell-O is, is pork. <laughs> Like so, and that, but that's my whole thing. Is like, how could you celebrate the nigga who's behind? That's like a nigga being like, I don't eat bacon, but that nigga Farmer John is a great man. Like that's like that. You can't celebrate a motherfucker who's selling some shit that you don't morally approve of. So yeah. then on top of that, they know him for putting bitches to sleep. In totality, the, the legacy of some of the people that we know as legends, like I, me and me and Babe talk about that. Like 
some of the coaches, not some of the coaches, some of the generation's biggest people are all just like pieces of shit mm-hmm. by today's terms. So it's kind of hard for me to I'll be like, some of y'all favorite you, niggas is like OJ was the greatest athlete. He's a murderer. Bruce Jenner was really, then the greatest athlete. He's a woman now. How, is, how am I saying? Michael Jackson was the greatest entertainer. He was Michael Jackson. <laughs> y'all niggas are like every when you go through the generation, like really the biggest nigga for every them. generation. You have to celebrate them just in their field. Oh no! Which you gotta celebrate. Almost, you have to, yeah, definitely have to separate. Yeah, you have to just like the, what's that shit you used to say? You gotta, you gotta really separate the person, person from, from the, the if, art. Yeah, yeah, if you if you wanna, you know, kind of. I had a clash like that this yeah. morning. We were we were talking about that because um, I was listening to Fabulous. I was listening to Fabulous uh, mixtape, and uh, Man, Babe I had was a just conversation like about Fab. That shit was just. The same. It, I know yeah, it was the same thing. It was the same was, Like, Babe was just like, we just let this nigga just just slide on the back. I was like, same oh. conversation. Yeah, I had to turn the music off. I was like, "You just this one, just I can't even." Because the only thing I could think about was the her. As soon as she said that, I just thought about like M's pops in front of the house yelling, Bruh. and she didn't realize that she was just talking. But when she was talking, it was like, like nice. Then she was like, phew, phew. I was like, "Ooh, these are like really valid points." Like, let me turn this shit off. Yeah, and I'm not. I, I try not to be. Like, in the we got to try this again later. Yeah, I try not to be in the business of like holding someone forever for like uh i don't know a mistake but some of this some some motherfucking shit is heinous and especially when the shit is repeated it's like damn bro like it's you know i could and not even give you a pass but i'll give you i'll give you the the opportunity to to learn from your mistake and do the whole reform and like i like literally honestly i fucked up but some of these niggas be doing shit that just wild heinous i don't even think niggas be wanting you to repent completely i think sometimes niggas be wanting you to do the homer simpson meme you know how, like, Homer just goes back into the bushes? Yeah. I think sometimes people just be wanting people to do the fuck that. Like, understand what you are. Even some, like, some of these, some of these women that you see on, like, um, reality TV. Only reason I'm saying this because we just talked about this the other day. Again, me mm-hmm. and my girl, we just, because we always talk about the idea of just, like, generations. When do you hit your expiration date? When is what you are and what you're exuding no longer what, what we doing no more? You get what I'm saying? Like, you know how niggas get out of jail and their clothes be all baggy and shit? You just be like, we ain't doing that no more, my nigga. Yeah. Like, for me, when I watch certain things, how now I watch the women, the camaraderie amongst women now, how women are like, yo, we no longer knocking crowns off queens' mm-hmm. heads. We, like, fixing them and shit like that. And that's dope. That's beautiful. Even Charlemagne, how, like, we seen him with Juice World, Like, man, hug people and tell them I love you. I seen Big Boy post how, like, he celebrated Juice World when he was alive. And, like, we now as a culture, I think of black people are big on, like, celebrating each other and mm-hmm. bigging each other up. And it's just kind of how... Um, we was watch we was watching basketball wise and she was just talking about like um Evelyn and OG and how like as black women we're like as black people we're just championing each other right now you just see how in certain times the that old expired way will come out in like um heated moments. Mm-hmm. So like in a heated moment where OG and, and Evelyn had the beef, Evelyn kinda like made some like racially like some colorist okay. colorist feud fueled Insults. Evelyn's one of the head. Some light right? skin, dark skin shit. Yeah. Okay. She basically makes light skin, dark skin remarks. Yeah. So, and then people. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, people. but it was just kind of like when she did that though, she had to face the wrath of what I feel like really is this generation. And this generation is not just the type that once you make one mistake, they on your ass. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just you don't get to just make a mistake in what you made a mistake in. Oh, no, so now it's not just like oh you light skin, like, dark skin. Like, and then on top yeah, of it, it's like bitch, really you ain't even black. Really, you just jumped on this Afro Latina train, and then it just started to, mm-hmm. and it got to the point where it was like, 
you know, you got to do the ancestry speech. Like, I looked up my ancestry, but it's just like, that's his generation, man. It's just like, you don't get to be both. You got to really be what the fuck you were. And that's making it hard for a lot of older figures and idols and people to have longevity. Like, even how we talked about Martin Luther King a couple of weeks ago on the, on the show. And even though we were trolling, for some people, the identity of like, you dated, you dated, you did this. That duality can't exist. Yeah, like, I... I don't know. I have, I'm like 50-50 with that. Like, I think that you should be, I don't know, held accountable. There should be consequences for things you say. But sometimes a lot of this culture does not give people, like I said, same thing. Like, you just don't give people the opportunity for growth. Like, if, you know, you held, I don't know, literally anybody. There's If you inserted any celebrity, any any person in a position of power or whatever, doing something positive today they did some shit before that was trash which is cool because honestly i shouldn't say cool but like i don't necessarily want a motherfucker who's never fucked up how i'm supposed to trust you high level of fuck ups though bro i mean no i think think they're definitely levels some entertainers what do i need to trust you for i don't need to trust you i don't need to trust you to entertain me like i don't need to trust you so i don't need your dirt do that make sense yeah i don't I, i shouldn't say necessarily like need your dirt but i think some people like depending on like you look at um and I'm almost okay with my celebrities not having a human uh, humanizing quality. Do that make sense? Like, I don't want to know. My, like, like Jim Brown back in the day used to be like, I used to not run out of bounds. And I would get to the, the and you know this, of course, mm-hmm. from, you know, but I'm just for the people no, out there. How he Jim would, Brown? Yeah, how, know, he, how he would always get to the facility before the team. So he would mm-hmm. wake up in the middle of the night, go to the facility, get his training done, so like they, his yeah, so massages. So they, fucking, they thought he was a fucking robot. Exactly. Like. Mm-hmm. So, um... To me, I think that allowed people to the perception of him to remain mm-hmm. the same and never. I I think that now, like that access and shit that we have and that humanistic, I don't need that with certain people. If you just sing, I don't need that human humanizing quality about you. Can you imagine if we would have known Jordan left the NBA because he had a gambling problem? Like he went to play baseball because he had a gambling problem and mm-hmm. the mom possibly killed. Like if if people had access to this possible information, this alleged information at certain times, what would Michael Jordan really beat us? Like, do we really need the humanizing qualities of certain people? That's what I'm saying. Like, the humanizing qualities of JFK was that he cheated on his wife. Mm -hmm. Do we really need that? I don't know. Like, sometimes I think it kind of might vary from person to person because, like, sometimes you might end up, I don't know, you end up fuck around and idolize somebody who does not deserve that and you end up you know people have like a certain amount of power rather like that might not apply to like us but your position might give you the ability to have sway and if you're a piece of shit but we all view you as some type of like amazing idol people follow them like celebrity does come with a a certain set of Mm. a certain you know type of power to it and while i while me personally like you should put you put out what you're comfortable with so on the flip side, like as an artist or as a celebrity, as somebody who we are now in the, in the media or whatever, like I would just be cautious of what I put out. I know that there are things that are personal to me that I wouldn't want out there, but I do. If I respect that what I say on this mic could affect somebody, then I'm open with like living what I speak here, I guess. So now I have, I have a level of transparency. You just kind of got to be comfortable with how you're transparent. So I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's necessary. I wouldn't say it's necessary. Like I should know, like you know, how many times a day you scratch your ass. But do you think a lot of what is considered humanizing by us is things that are 
things people don't mind being known. Like more times than not, anything that we find out about a celebrity that humanizes them to us or makes them more regular or relatable, it's not a good thing. I think people like I think people kind of mess up or like um, maybe abuse what they consider like humanizing. I think people like to see, you know, you like to see. Um, like you just said, you like to see Michael Jordan got a gambling problem because now this great majestic being has the same fuck up that you do. I think some people like to do that. Like I think they like to see the flaw in somebody, but instead of using that to go, that person's flawed, and I can like right, like I was watching the Roddy Rich interview on Breakfast Club, and he was like, he's like, I'm not. He was he said more or less like, their niggas like when I you know he went you know he got locked up for like a little bit, and he was like, their niggas in there who you can literally, you know, you saw that I was in the same position as you and I'm in this chair. I think a lot of people set it up like that and like, like they set it up the transparency you so you can be inspiring. People use it to go like to justify their fuck up. Mm-hmm. He gambles. I can gamble. That yeah, motherfucker yeah, yeah. Uh, stabs motherfuckers. I could do it. He rape. I can rape and he's rich. Like, so I think they like, they use it. They, for the, they yeah. use it for like, I don't know, fucked up means. It's a defense mechanism instead of, uh, yeah. reason. I, I understand that. Um, I don't know. It's just interesting to me. To me, it's kind of like that's a double-edged sword just because the same things like though. though, I don't know. I just don't need to be endeared to certain people. I think for certain people and certain things, it's it's not it's not a trade off that's equal. No, I like I mean, I I could definitely because there's a lot of artists that I enjoy that I don't know them personally. But then I look at people like um, I know his name gets thrown around a lot. But like you know, you look at Nip's impact was bigger than his music, so a bit of transparency can help. It just kind of depends on what you want to do as an artist. If you just want to make music and live your fucking life, then you should have the right to do that. If you want to be transparent, then you should just I don't know, nigga, be careful with how you're transparent. Like don't just be out here. These niggas all in my life. Well, then you should set it up to where your life is. Like even like once again, even writing today, like or when I was watching today, his shit was very like it was. It was a refreshing interview because they were saying shit like, I'm not going to talk on that. And it was yeah, smooth. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, yeah, seen, yeah. like, nobody said shit. Nobody made no smoke. Nobody's not a fan. It was mad shit. I actually, like, looked in the comments. It was mad. People like, I like this nigga. Like, I like him for just, like, standing on. It wasn't no rah-rah shit. It wasn't. So it's like, if you want to be that, I just think it kind of boils down. Like, if this is your truth, then you can just literally live your truth, make your art, and go about your fucking day. Yeah, but I also feel like that's a different thing. Like, um, I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but some some things that are like what I'm accustomed to, I just know y'all don't understand or don't know it yet. I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna put that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like for Roddy going to jail and certain shit is not. I mean, he was definitely dancing around stuff, but that not dancing, not to be um, but he was definitely being cautious because of his background. But even still, like it's like it worked, nigga. Like if you want to keep no, no. But what I'm saying is some things. I understand that, but it's not because like I it's not because I'm not comfortable with it. I know you're not comfortable with it, so I'm not gonna talk about it. But I'm not. I don't. I know you don't understand that you're not comfortable with it yet. Do that make sense? Yeah, but even that, like, I mean, it sounds not like uh, like not like flippant, but it's just kind of like you have to, um, you kind of have to sit back and go like, okay, I know you know what I'm getting into. I know my I kind of am trying to appreciate like the the status or level I'm I'm coming into as an artist as whatever. So I think like that. You kind of gotta like you know you have to adjust. I've never you know I, like if this shit hit tomorrow like tomorrow like it's like oh shit 
It's Joe Budden, the Break Brilliant Idiots, Just Dope Ass Podcast. We now in a spot where it's like, as much as I don't know how to move in that space, I got to learn quick. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, as certain, certain artists, it's like, if you get in the spotlight, especially like all this shit now, you have, once you put it out there, you should almost immediately start kind of trying to train yourself that this shit could pop tomorrow. Mm. So you immediately just kind of, you know, it's not, there's no handbook for this shit, but it, I feel like, you know, you got to try. You're going to fuck up, but you got to try to not... You know, be in a mindset where you just overwhelmed by the shit and say some shit, or I'm too transparent, or I'm not transparent enough. You just, yeah, I feel it. That shit just hard, man. Like, oh no, it's hard. For me, I look at it like just this cancel culture. That shit, cancel culture, the dreaded cancel culture. Yeah, I think that. Well, that shit. I don't know. You kind of gotta. Yeah, you gotta you gotta bro the fuck out of that actually shit. Uh, yeah, man, cancel culture to me, man, that shit is intense. Like, yeah, yeah. I think you have to. Um, I mean, there is no like. So that's what I think it's hard. I think it's hard for certain people and certain artists to know what you can and cannot present, and certain shit is just you don't know what's detrimental and what's not, especially just in this climate. I think you. I mean, just yeah. like we, just like Lizzo, like shit can go from from good to bad quick. You can go from. Everybody was fucking with you and you was this to catching think, some black backlash and having a I think that depends on how you um I guess how you try to set up your situation, whatever you may be doing. Like you look at it's com- it's a completely different, you know, um between a Lizzo and like say a little Duval. Completely different like fields, but they're still entertainers. But Duval has set himself up where I'm not going to apologize and all of my shit is in like living my Penetrable to cancel culture. Yeah, kind of like, because like you can't cancel me if I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm not letting you cancel me. Yeah, so it's just like you're going to cancel me. Whoever's mad, kind of like a fucking, I'll just keep it, I can go back to music. Like a Boosie. Boosie should be the most canceled nigga on planet Earth. Yeah, without a doubt. But doesn't care because Boosie does whatever he wants for him and for the people that fuck with him. He, so you think that's where we, you think that's where Kodak lost that? Somebody like Kodak, Kodak started to give a fuck about what he was getting canceled about? I think one, he started to give a fuck, but also Kodak just was moving dumb. Like, But I think all of them have moved dumb. Like you look at a nigga like Gucci, Gucci has, Gucci throughout his whole career moved dumb mm-hmm. and just never gave a fuck about when we was trying to, Gucci pushed bitches out of trucks. Gucci Man. did, he shot niggas. Man. Gucci talked about Waka Mama and talked about everybody in the industry and felt no type of way about it. But Do that's you think why sometimes your attitude just makes like almost, um, yeah, your attitude just makes you impenetrable to, um, like nigga, I think you can't you can't cancel me. Period. That's just it. I think that's there's impenetrable, and then there's like, you know, like using I don't know, like you said, like there's a like we always talk there's a duality to things. Like there's impenetrable, which is like a Duval where he's like you could tell even if you don't like what he says, Duval be kind of saying shit, and it's to like or like a, a fucking um him or a Joe Rogan. I was listening to that shit earlier too. But I haven't gotten around to that. I definitely it's wouldn't. long. I'm not even. It's like three fucking hours. Let's go smoke some weed. Let's do it. Dead ass. But um, it's like those are people who are like okay. I'm gonna say something harsh. I'm gonna say something. This, but it's you can almost kind of take a bit of solace even if you disagree with it. It's substance to it. Yeah, it's substance, and it's in a pursuit of like a truth. I'm saying this to really stoke like you know thought and yeah. I mean, I think for some people the difference is in the outlandish comments. Is your outlandish comments to put an end to the conversation or put a beginning to it? I think yeah. people are okay with outlandish comments if it's just the beginning of the conversation when you say some crazy shit. Well, I got something for but that if you too, say, but I'm gonna put a pin in that. No, oh go. 
Well, no, it's like it, it's it'll take a left because like as far as because I just looked at you. We got an hour. Let's take a left. No, nah, <laughs> I looked at you on YouTube and it was just like speaking of like people saying shit. YouTube just did this shit that I saw the other day that I'm like, they um they put like a ban like they initially they just started out they put on a ban on like hate speech, mm-hmm. and when I saw that I was like. Everybody was like, yeah, fuck hate speech, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> hate, that hate speech. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, this is stupid yeah. because hate, hate speech, speech is free speech. It's yeah. subjective. It's yeah. like, you know, like if I say like, man, this crystal geyser water is trash. Somebody be like, yo, bro, you are. Somebody that work with crystal geyser. Like, you motherfucker. And everybody was really championing this shit. I was like, okay, you don't know what's hate speech. Somebody, How do you even regulate yeah. what's hate speech? Now, it kind of tied into like I saw I realize how much like news shit I follow, and it just like hits back to back. Like Sasha Baron Cohen said some shit about like he came at Mark Zuckerberg about the fucking um, the information they put on Facebook, and you need to regulate it. And that's like that to me. What he was saying, I could almost get behind. Like regulate what's re- like you, if you just look through the information, go okay, this is factual. Like you could regulate factual information, but I'm not. I'm not even as a black person. Sometimes I'll be wanting to ask for who regulated for who. Regulated for who, motherfucker? Because it's just fun. Like, sometimes I look at the people who are yelling hate speech. Mm-hmm. Regulated for who? You know what? It, like, sometimes, you know what? You know what? Why I hate that shit where you could just ban things in general? Yeah. <laughs> because you, I think it takes accountability away sometimes from people who should have to just walk up to people directly and say it to them. Yes. I think you want to ban hate speech on public forums because you have people in your personal life that use hate speech and you don't know how to tell them to stop doing it. So don't, 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 I hate, like, I fucking, have you guys seen a meme this week where it's the, um, the white girl, she has a drink or she has a glass of water on the thing and it says black culture Mm-mm. and then it shows her, she's barely sipping out of it like a cat <laughs> and she says actual black people and then it has a, um, um, she says like white people and it's somebody like she's drinking the cup like this and then it says gay people and no, no, it says other POCs and they're like, she's like sipping the cup and then it says white girls and then she's like drinking the cup really fast and it says lgbtq and she's like chugging the cup wow have you seen it i haven't but i'm a fan <laughs> yeah like to me, to me that what? should be like bro who are you defending oh oh great white hope <laughs> like who the fuck are you defending like you want to ban hate speech on this public forum for me but the hate speech i want you to ban is not on this public forum i don't want you to fight this fight i want you to go fight that fight i don't like I personally don't even think like for hate speech that could be directly, you know, come towards me. I like knowing who my enemies are. Like I remember yeah, when I like, I remember when I had like Facebook, I really like enjoyed like, you know, like it'd be like wild Republican shit. Everybody was in college and that's you know, everybody's coming into their I don't think racism views. is like a I, I think I understand trying to eliminate or trying to not even stop eliminate. The idea I just used to be like, I see you. Like I like I like to know I like my lines drawn in the sand. I don't need you to stop being Well you. for me, I think I think you can basically I don't think number one, I always look at racism as like the, the by the definition of like, do you have the power to stop me from doing something or like that? So when I look at racism, I'm very I'm very light with that word because I mm-hmm. haven't encountered very many like people that I felt were racist in a position to stop me. Now, do I have inferred racism like where I, I infer certain things about certain people? Yeah, because of certain based on certain um traits. Like if you're a 70 year old white man that I'm meeting and we work together or something. I'm, I'm I take shit with a grain of salt because I've, 
I understand that if you're 70 years old, then like you were what 20 years old when the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. I understand. I mean, I mean, excuse me, uh, Civil Rights Bill. I understand. You, were like, you grew up and enjoyed. Yeah, you were twenty you years old before you had racism. to. Yeah, you were twenty years yeah. old before you had to identify me as a whole person. It's very hard for me to believe that all of a sudden, once that that civil rights bill was signed, you was like, "Whoop, that Martin got what he wanted." They're they're one of us now. No. no, and it's hard to believe that over time that just died out with everything that was feeding the ability for that Man. monster to still live. I so with that, I'm not gonna just label you as this, but I understand that you don't get as much leeway. As cautious as fuck around y'all. Don't yeah. trust none of y'all. And even with that, I think by like again, I don't use the POC thing because I understand that for a lot of people, I'd be you enjoying come, our shit and don't help. Not even that. You come here with the aspiration. You don't know what's planted in you. Like I think it's black culture is fun early. Like everybody enjoys a little bit of black culture when they're in their like twenties and teens and shit. Like because it's hip hop is the thing. Black culture is the thing. It's what everybody's around but as they get older you you start to see that it's like oh no i'm going back to my culture no i'm sorry i'm, I'm gonna go back over here yeah. like oh no my parents have arranged a marriage for me now so i'm done with the hip-hop clubs and uh that was a fucking um, no longer you know like those things to me i've seen it a hundred times over like i went to school with mad asian people that just oh yeah no jane elliott said some shit like that yeah. she was like doing one of her experiments and it was it was some quote i might be like fucking up a paraphrasing but she was just like um you know who in here would like want to be black, black or something yeah, no, like yeah. none of them raised them like so that means y'all you recognize, recognize like yeah. what it is out here and you bullshit yeah i for me that's one of those things that i don't even I, I i have a hard time identifying with that because i even understand for some of you guys you might be second generation third generation um, uh, first generation american second generation american so for some of you your parents immigrated here and when they immigrated here the idea of american society that they were thriving to be was white society but in white society they were picking up bad traits subconsciously of superiority and inf- inferiority in certain races and cultures in that they understood superiority of white people because they knew that's what they were to strive to be and they understood the um i don't know the projected the projection of inferiority that was happening by society because they knew not to try to be black people you know so i just yeah that shit that shit is loose to me and so i don't I don't give it too much, but I'm sorry we digress from what we were saying. It worked. Yeah. That shit to me is just like cancel. I mean, like the the band hate speech and all this shit that y'all be running out here for. What are y'all really doing it for? Who are y'all doing it for? Because when I start to see people who are championing too much without asking anybody, like who did you ask to do this? Like who are you doing it for and who are you asking to do it? Not even that. Like I always, I don't like. if you're doing it for the children of the world, did you ask the children of the world, is this what hurts their feelings? (laughs) Like... Yeah, like I, like what we said. I know we touched on that. Like people last be like, week. save the wells for the children. Has anybody asked these kids where they want these motherfuckers? Oh yeah, I don't know much about whales. I'm just saying in general, yeah. some of the shit we are claiming we're doing. Ooh, like fucking Jennifer Lewis was like, she made a song about saving the fucking ice. <laughs> I love her. I really would like to be there. She's like everybody's auntie. She's yeah, oh yeah, that's a how real song, song about the fucking the ice is melting. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> But, but no, yeah. no, I don't like I don't like with us like I think we need to bring that back though. Telethons what? and shit. Oh yeah. I mean like I'll start singing for causes. That would be funny as fuck. I just don't like the shit of like like when you said the banning and, and even us like with like you said with the racism thing about never encountering because racism is like the power. Like I feel like we do that a lot. Like, oh somebody said nigga, I like I don't like it. Like you can beat them up, but I would like us to. Focus no, you can't. First off, like, you nah, can't you can beat, beat them up, up, nigga. Yeah, yeah you can beat them up. 
I told y'all, you, you know, you, like don't beat them up and like look for cameras. Don't beat them up. In Niggas front of gonna nobody. be sending their bail bills to uh, Jesse Dope. I don't got no money, but like I, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like beat them up. But um, like I, I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think we like don't focus on, you know, like and a bunch of you, any anybody you fuck with, like has said these same things. Focus on actual structural change. Like that person said, nigga, so. Why don't y'all buy the block? Like, why don't y'all do something that's concrete? I don't really care to change a racist mind. Like, be racist. Just be racist over there. Like, I don't I don't need to interact with you. Like, niggas be just getting mad about the most, like, surface-level shit. And everybody be like, you're a real, uh, I don't know, activist. You really fought. You did nothing but scream. You stood in the street and you yelled for three hours. And you got a lot of, like, retweets and shit. Like, is motherfuckers out here like changing bills and taking over like this and that shit with in, our, in your local government? And you like, yo, I sent out this tweet, burn the fuck out of Trump. Got four thousand uh, likes in like twenty minutes. It did nothing like to change anybody's situation. I mean, yours, yeah, nothing. I don't know, man. That shit is just weird. It's so much fake activism now that, and it's just hard to see. Like the lines are really blurred with shit. So I don't know. I think that's because I don't know. Some of y'all niggas like pussy. Like those. I, I, th- I think I've said this before. Like it was. It was shirts going around. Like and people oh, still weren't like yeah, we're not. Yeah, like we're not yeah, our ancestors. ancestors. Them niggas died, bro. Y'all like you know screaming on Instagram. Shut the fuck up. I just think I think that type of shit is for your. Um, I mean, for some people, they not their grandparents. For some people, they had pussy ass pussy ass grandparents. So. For some people, you might be um, uh, inclined from what your family has always been throughout the years. So I'm not here to take that away from some people. Some people, you're championing the fact that you really are better than what your ancestors were. So granted, that's just shit. And that's cool. But as a whole, I I definitely feel like we did kind of... I ain't going to say went backwards. Backwards is not, I don't know if backwards is the right term. We got stagnant. We got comfortable. Yeah, niggas was like, I don't know, niggas on the freeway, and then, like, they just got off and made, like, a bunch of lefts and started, like, enjoying this town. Like, you should have gone that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's the best way to. Y'all took the worst detour in history. It's a long, long long-ass bathroom break. (laughs) Long-ass bathroom break. Like, just a long-ass bathroom break. They're pissing and shit. Yeah. On a lighter note, man, um, this week, you might have seen, the other night, I was watching HBO. I started watching... And I'm gonna talk to you talk to you about this because this is comic book shit. I started oh, watching Watchmen. I ain't done that shit. I mean, I used to have so many just weird ways to pull comic book shit. But yeah, I was fucking watching the Watchmen, man, on HBO. That shit had me hot, nigga. Yeah, I've been watching that shit. Oh yeah, man, that shit, that shit had me hot. This shit is upsetting and thrilling and everything at the same time. And I fucked around and seen the end of episode eight. I thought it was the end of the show. Yep. Oh, I got on Instagram and went on a tangent. Nigga. I'm not gonna lie. I saw the funniest tweet. Somebody said Doctor Manhattan is transracial. Bro, that shit had me fucking crying. He, he is was, Rachel Dolez. I was crying. Have you, have you have you caught the uh, the racial undertone of it? What undertone, nigga? They spilling <laughs> that shit. No, they uh, nigga. They. <laughs> I mean, like how they are like, oh, they're white supremacists and the white supremacists are like, but we're not white supremacists. But just like the whole thing of like Doctor Manhattan is this black mm-hmm. guy that doesn't understand how powerful he is or doesn't even know, and these white people are now planning to get rid of him. Yeah, so, yeah, that shit is deep. I like. I, I feel like they sat because I was watching. Uh, Ooh, deep comic cut. I was listening to uh, <laughs> Fat Man on Batman, and it was um, 
Mark Bernard was talking to, because comic book niggas take, like, they take everything seriously. But Watchmen is one of those things where, like, niggas take it, like, super serious. I did not know that. It was one of the best things. Like, that was mad. When this shit dropped, it was mad motherfucking, like, forums and articles. They was pissed because it's kind of one of those shits. Like, if you read the comic, it, like, it sets it up where, like, you leave it alone. Like, you don't really need to do any continuation shit. It's a good-ass story, like, kind of a one-shot, and boom. They did some shit where they, like, have incorporated Dr. Manhattan back in, but... Whatever. Like, motherfuckers, like, don't fuck with the Watchmen. It's perfect where it's at. Leave the shit the fuck alone. So, uh, it was just kind of like Mark Bernard was talking to the dude who ended up writing it, who's like a big, whatever, a big, like, Watchmen fan. And he was just like, you know, I figured I would take it up because I knew if so- I knew I have a relationship with the material. And if somebody else did it, I knew they'd fuck it up. And I was so surprised that this little short white man was like, Oh, I'm gonna swing all this like racial dick. I was like, when I saw who it was, I was like, that motherfucker just said, "Oh no, I got it. I got relaxed." Because nigga made loose a gossip gay and shit, <laughs> bro. It was. Uh, I mean, I saw that coming. Like it's HBO. There's gonna be some gratuitous ass fucking. Yeah, I knew it was gonna be some butt sex. But I didn't know where like, it was gonna come in, but like, and I knew it was gonna, like I knew it was gonna be HBO is now good for three things: racism, butt sex, and bad endings. Like, they are infamous for HBO racism, there, butt you know, sex, and bad endings. I know what y'all think this HBO stands for. Hot booty. <laughs> hot butt offered, nigga. Yeah, hot, hot butt, butt offered at all times. And every show is some hot butt getting offered. And that it was shit. crazy. It was just like, bro was like beating the shit out of an entire, it was just like. Nigga beat up all of New York City. Yeah, if you haven't watched the show, like, spoiler alert or whatever the oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, watch the show, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm like, talking about this shit because it pissed me off. Bro, like, nigga was like. And they just did like he was. They just did like a lot of like subtle shit. Like, hey, you want to know who the first superhero was? A black, black man, man, bitch. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like, want to know who the most powerful motherfucking universe is? Also, also a, a black, black man. man, bitch. Yeah, like ironic. Who's the main character? Or like the most powerful man in the universe chose to be black. Bruh. Not even that he was black. He was just a blue god, and he had the choice between being four white men and a black man. And, and he chose, chose to be. And he chose a black woman. And then this black woman runs around beating the dog shit out of every white man. And then the idea that he chose to take a passive role and allow this black woman to be the one. She and he had all the power in the world. Only saved, only flexed his power to one time to save her life. Bruh. And then he, and then like sees it coming. Like the whole time he exists, he's like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. And like, I'm perfectly cool with like, you know, making waffles and uh, mm-hmm. taking these kids to school. And uh, I'd be at the crib. Like and I that's so, just like so dope that he was a god, and as a, like he was just like as a black man, I'm gonna chill. Like I can just be a, yeah, it's intense, man. But that shit, HBO is very very well known. Like I mean, like Sopranos, GOT. I, I haven't watched The Wire yet. I said The Wire was gonna be my next HBO man. show. How did The Wire end? Because they had butt sex, they had <laughs> racism. Honestly, The Wire. If you're like, I mean, it has butt sex, but like if you're looking for like, Omar is like. Probably like if you're looking for like top ten gay dudes and like fucking oh, yeah, cinematic history, Omar top three, and I argue anybody about that. Like nobody, I don't give a fuck who's fucking whose ass. Omar was like, I, I, Omar was that nigga. No, I, yeah, I mean, I seen glimpses and I do uh, like the nigga was walking down. The Omar coming, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I seen that. That Bruh, that, yeah. that shit was so motherfucking funny. But no, I like I like the it was like a one of them was one of them was kind of dead. I think the first season was hot. Second season was meh, and then it turns up like close, like to the end. Like that's where you get like when everybody like gets the one liners and you, my name is my name. Like yeah. you get all that shit. But no, nah, it's and it was like it was a fire ass story. It just Elba told about him getting that role because 
it was like um what the fuck was i watching i think i was watching like hot ones but they didn't want like any british actors they were like really over it so he was in there lying his motherfucking ass off for like five ever and it just so happens that when he went to do the uh, audition he was like killing him but one of the dudes there was like from like i don't know wales or some shit and he was like go ahead and say that one more time and he was like dog i was in there shook and then he was like, but they ended up giving me the role because I was so motherfucking fired. And I was like, I like hearing these niggas have, like, uh, goddamn come-up stories. Because they're just the biggest nigga on planet Earth. Do movies, make whatever the fuck, uh, British pop, hip, trip, trap. DJ, MMA fighter. He does mad shit, yo. And he still has a lie to go in Damn, that nigga do beat niggas up for real. Yeah, he's actually Idris MMA a, fighter. He's just a scary-ass nigga, bro. Yeah, bro. Nah, I fuck with That's, him. Yeah, he's definitely a, a renaissance man. But nah, HBO would just really be on the bullshit with the shit, so it'd be hard to um, it'd be hard to fuck with them. Like I'd be trying to, cause you know I stay up all night at work, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm all night, so I gotta find something to entertain me. It's, it's I literally every night consume eight hours of media. I, like yeah. while everybody else is sleeping, I I consume about it's like you and Batman, nigga, just <laughs> all night just consuming shit. So it's like a lot of a lot of media is consumed, and a lot of shit happens. Uh. Yeah, nigga, that shit just... I gotta figure out what to do with that, because, like, I, I watch HBO, and it has, like, cool shows and shit, but I'm really trying to, like, X all that shit out in my life. I got Netflix. I got Disney Plus now. Why uh, just go with the Hulu? Yeah, like, I, like all this, like, bundled up shit. I'm like, man, I'm tell uh tell cable to fuck off, man. Yeah, I'm, oh, no, I would never pay for cable. Like, at this point in your life, you just need a smart TV. Once you get a smart TV, a smart yeah. TV is a cable box, and just whatever channel you want to watch... It's just like, it's basically the conceptually is what it was when you had the box and it was like you have on demand for each channel. Mm-hmm. That's all that it is once you have these apps now. These apps are just individual standalone, like, I'm so, on demand. I laugh at Disney Plus every time I cut it on because I know it's nothing new except for like two shows. I They're completely capitalizing off my nostalgia and I'm just like, take take it. I don't give a fuck of enough about Disney to buy that Bruh, shit, bro. I, reali- I didn't realize how much Disney was a part until I, like, I looked... And I went to like it was like look through the vault, and I was like, a nigga really had all these movies, and now I have to rewatch. They had that in Marvel, like I was a rap. Like I knew Marvel was taking their shit back. I knew they was gonna drop yeah, some of their yeah. own personal shit. So I was like, they had me at that. And then I keep forgetting like they're like the most ridiculous franchise hungry like that. And I'm like, oh Star Wars. Then I watched The Mandalorian. I was like, wow, mm. these niggas really gonna come up here and do some shit. Like the new shit ain't on there yet. But I was like, once these niggas start oh, dropping, oh man, the new what, fire what was that? Shit, what, hold it's on, get nasty. Shit, I was watching something about aliens this they week. Got after. <laughs> they, they got a homeward bound. They got homeward bound. They might shit. I sat up the other night and watched uh, that nigga hires a Georgia pine tree, bro. <laughs> walked in, I goddamn walked in here with that goddamn. It's gold, <laughs> goddamn it! Like I was, well, I knew she, I think it was at the car high. She uh, she had a cup right, and it was at a cup holder. She didn't even bother to take like you know the cardboard cup holder. She just drank the cup like drank from. I was like, you just go keep drinking with that cup holder. That's how I know you have. Nah, bro, y'all walked through that door. Tiff walked in. I'm your mama. I'm, I'm your, your daddy. daddy. I'm that nigga in the alley. Push <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> didn't take the didn't take the glass. It's gloomy outside. The KB with the glasses on and shit. I was like, oh y'all niggas was living. Y'all. A red light. She had a red orange shit. shit. I was like, who man. does this nigga think she is? Yeah, she shit. Just walked hey, in good shit. Looking like a Mississippi pimp. Bitch better have my sweet potatoes. Nah, man, but they they got every motherfucking thing. I was sitting there chilling at the crib, 
watch fucking. I'm not a Disney fan, man. I'm sorry. I know that shit is blasphemous as fuck. I am not a Disney fan at all, bro. I don't know if that's. I don't fuck about Disney. It's weird. Like I'm selective, like about Disney. Like I'm. I like to watch. (laughs) Yeah, we talked about this this week. What, nigga? I like as a kid. I watch rom coms. Like I love fucking. DJ, you've been paying taxes since you was six. (laughs) Nigga had a beard at fucking ten. Fucking just <laughs> Nigga look I As a kid I remember going with my mom God bless her soul Man we would go And she would take me with her Cause I was the only child Like my mom I was my mom You know And so She um, She would watch rom-coms Man and that would be What we bonded over And watch And so as a kid Nigga I used to be Like that's my thing So I I'd, I'd never had a Disney childhood Like my mom's never let, I never had that shit Like my parents wasn't the, Yeah I was like I, I like was the grown yeah, ass kid Mine was most. Mine was a hundred percent the movies. Like I like I would like. Like I remember I've gone to Disneyland, but I see motherfuckers now growing. I'm like I fucking hate this place. I like the movies, but like I don't give a even shit. Even the about movies, it. like I seen yeah. the I seen the, the the required ones like Cinderella, Lion King, um, Aladdin. But I probably can count on my I could count on my hand how many times I have seen Aladdin. Oh no, yeah, I think for me it just I know it's a hundred percent just nostalgia. Like I just remember like oh but I didn't have enough memories. I didn't have enough time with it to create a nostalgia oh, yeah, that makes for sense. it right now. That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, like, no, yeah, I have no nostalgia sense. for Disney because nigga like no yeah I, know I didn't have no is. time originally to create no nostalgia for it. Oh no, I know what it is for me. Like I remember like my room. I remember my TV. I remember having all the videos like in my little case. So for me, it's like okay, y'all like y'all just got me off of my fucking memories. It's fine. Oh, y'all yeah, can take no, this. Y'all can no. take this. And, but like for me, because I don't value it, it's become one of those things. Because like that's something that isn't like given to mm-hmm. you by your parents. Like your parents are Disney people, and then they give it to the children. It's mm-hmm. very rare that people just pick up and really go to Disneyland and be like, like it's the happiest place. I like I've met those people. I don't understand it. Like, we went to Disneyland on some just kid shit. But for me, I'm like, nigga, you could have been, took me anywhere. Chuck E. Cheese, whatever, as long as it was some, you know, cartoonish fucking characters. But are you, What the fuck are you doing? No, what? No. <laughs> Tiff back here doing fucking Morse code, trying to get E attention. Like, nigga, Mac. I, th- I didn't know she was having a... Sh- I thought I got worried. <laughs> the fuck are you having a stroke? <laughs> no, really, why are you throwing your hand up like that? <laughs> what? I'm sorry, y'all. Anyway... She's in the back of the studio just, like, throwing her hand up. Like, Look. she's shooting a three-pointer, but it's just, like... What? It's like she's getting fouled on every shot. It just what? looks terrible. It's bad form and everything, man. Get your shit together, son. What is happening? But, um... <laughs> what is happening? I don't know if she was trying to, like, get my attention and, like, make a comment or something, but it just... <laughs> Tim did the fucking... I'm playing for your heart. He's right here. <laughs> this is terrible form, man. You missed that shot. <laughs> that was such a... Yo... That shit's on Netflix. That was such a funny part. I fast forwarded straight to when he knocked her shit and then cut it off. I play it for you. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Shit. And I end the movie. She said she gonna leave me if I die. We'll get you done with life. Amazing. <laughs> you die. You dying to me. I swear to God, I kid. <laughs> but no. Um. Fuck that shit, man. I don't. I don't. I. I don't know. Like, but yeah, because I don't have nothing for it. My son is not gonna have nothing for it. Like, I'm literally ending the Disney legacy. Fuck it. For. My family, because I don't, I don't have nothing for it. Oh, well, there you go, Tiff. Like it, but even then, with that, she's one of those people that's like, well, let's watch it as a, let's sit down and watch that, and I'd be like, nah. And then she's like, well, I don't want to watch it no more, and that's just pretty much oh, how it gets ruined. So I'd be watching shit for me, like. nah, because I, I don't. Mm-mm. But I mean, like, she's a woman, you know, how women are like, man, this Iron movie. Like you seen G, like Herbo had to take uh uh, Emily daughter to go see Frozen like Fab and Emily you know they date G Herbo 
Tiana, his girlfriend. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't. I don't know nothing about. All right, that. yeah, but she had to, she dragged him along to see Frozen too because that's her favorite movie, and he was like, "I'm miserable." <laughs> and but I think I don't know. I think my shit might die then because I don't give a fuck about New Disney. Like I like the Incredibles. What is New Disney? Because yeah. New Disney just seemed like old shit getting remade. Honestly, live action version of that's what it is. Like. I, I mean, because I, I haven't watched Frozen. I don't and, like, even that. some of that new shit is just old shit from the 60s and where they just didn't let, where black people could only play the animals. Like, that's all the fuck it is. They just letting black people play other people now. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not for Disney. Doesn't want Disney like a wild racist dude? Yeah, Walt Disney yeah. was a... I'm not watching that shit. Disney was not... Walt Disney was a racist and a pedophile. Mm-hmm. That's who, what I'm saying. If you look at all the greats from every generation, <laughs> just who said, is it? First, me. Who is it? Just rich white it? dude. He's like, the fuck he? Yeah, he's, he doesn't like niggas and he fuck kids. What? What? A billionaire. It's, that's what they do. That's the standard, right? That's how you get a billion dollars if you white. Um, yeah, you know, every every rich white man used to kick it at Epstein House. Oh, gosh. <laughs> who, Epstein? <laughs> ah! Epstein ain't never going to jail. <laughs> Y'all can't even get it out. She meant Weinstein. Oh, I was like, man, Weinstein. Epstein was, he murdered that nigga, bro. Nobody, well, ain't nobody murdered Epstein. Epstein chilling on the <laughs> island, man. Y'all better stop with that nigga. bullshit. Like, niggas killed that nigga. He was finna tell on everybody. No, he wasn't. No, the fuck he wasn't. He just was mad he had to leave. He had to fake his death now. He was pissed <laughs> off. That nigga had to go get his face redone. Now that I mean like eight months of more, eight months of surgery and rehab and Reconstructing his face so he can come back to America and hang out at elementary schools. Oh shit! Oh, oh yeah. you know what I started watching too? Ray Donovan, and it was the most fuck. Like, oh shit! No, Ray Donovan, some shit. Holy shit, bro! I'm on like the on third episode, nigga. I'm still in season one. No, I got to like season like three. When that or nigga four. went to the, did you see when he went to the meeting of all the dudes that got like sexually assaulted Bruh. by the priest? And he told the joke where he was like, "Priest walks in the house and his wife's got a bags packed." <laughs> Bruh. They like those. Oh man, like white people. I like. I don't know. I like them. some white. Some white people. Them shows be like though. Like Showtime. Fucking, they, they be hitting the gas on that shit. Not like every channel has their niche on what they hit the gas on. Like for HBO, HBO is definitely homosexuality, <laughs> um, racism, and bad endings. Showtime is a uh, sexual. Like they are like sexual deviants. Whoever's running Showtime is a nasty nigga. Like Californication. Uh, House of Lies, the, nigga. Whoever and Showtime, Showtime used to be where you can go watch the softcore shit. Cin- no, Cinemax. Cinemax. Showtime had, didn't have it on too. Oh, I remember Cinemax. Had I know Cinemax. Cinemax, no, Cinemax was the one. They had Cinemax. Cinemax. Yeah. I think Showtime tried to compete for like a little bit, but yeah. But I remember. No, I don't know. I, I never watched it. Then it wasn't good because I didn't watch. It was it, either Cinemax for me. For me, it was Cinemax, or I would have to go get me some HBO like Taxi, Real Sex, or. Because Real Sax every shit. once in a while would do a documentary that would like get you some hardcore mm-hmm. shit in there. Like they would slide in. Yeah. Like the life of a a woman who does anal porn. Yeah, you yeah, you look like you, you like, like oh, Skinamax, shit, everybody in there scissoring and shit. Yeah, it's you you're not getting no yeah, genitals. You're just sliding up like titties and titties and grinding. Yeah, like you, know, like, you don't really fuck that up you start fucking and you just like, hey man, that don't even look like that. He's yeah, he's been lying even. to me. I ain't never slid on a no fucking fancy jazz music plays in the background. Right. Them the saxophones. Fuck? First time you have a sex, you're like, bitch, you ain't got no saxophones? No, bro. I was in high school. I was like, I ain't never <laughs> had this shit. Fabo was screaming in the back of the car. Like, last, last time I got some ass. Like, this shit terrible. <laughs> you ain't got no saxophones in your apartment, bitch. Yeah, your mom ain't got no saxophones. What kind of shit is this? Oh. You ain't got no Kenny G CDs? <laughs> <laughs> 
shit was terrible. Why every time Kenny G come on, your dick get hard? Hey, man, look. It's, it's training. <laughs> Skinamax, bitch. It's Skinamax. It's, it's, that is the funniest shit in the world. Yeah, I always thought that was weird because like, even now, like, white dudes always look like they're trying to like tear a bit skin off while they fucking. Like, white people porn is weird to me. No, I think that's just them, though. Like, even when you watch. Uh, yeah. This would be the shit that, like, I just heard it. This is the shit they be fucking do. They be sitting there just talking, and all of a sudden, it get real quiet. No, nah, this is like a, this is a fucking hip-hop beat. Jazzy shit come on. It's a lot of weird uhs and ahs for no Yo, Skinamax should be fucking, yo. No, that should was, be the next lawsuit. We should all just sue Skinamax for fucking destroying our mental state. I think I think eventually, like, these millennial kids. Understand something. Niggas have, um, people People were allowed to sue McDonald's because the coffee burned their lip. So eventually, women are going to get together and sue. Like, people are going to get together and sue the porn industry. They're going to be like, it's created unrealistic expectations oh, of sexual, like, yeah. It's, that actually it's, happened. Y'all, some of y'all are whack, but some of you niggas are cool. I forgot, like, I put that fucking thing of, like, asking questions. And somebody actually asked the porn question. But it wasn't like wow, like it was like oh wow, let's do it. You deep oh, questions. Yeah. Um, shout out to Tyra Chavez. Um, okay, cool. Should there be a ban on porn that is free? Would this help from sexually explicit ads? I don't think there should be a ban on porn. Period. I don't. Even, how do you? How do you ban? Ban free porn. I guess that. I mean, I'm assuming there's a ban. They would try to ban free porn so that like. Porn that makes money, like, can get more, you know, because if I'm, I'm not gonna pay for porn because I got tube sites, I, I'll never do that. Like, no, but that's what she's saying, banning tube sites. Like, make go, yeah, back I don't to think that. Old... I'm definitely like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, I'm against it. I don't think sexually explicit ads are going anywhere. I think, oh, like, yeah, those ain't going. Like, I think the idea of, I think sex has become more normalized because we've just started to understand that it's not as bad as a thing if we always made it mm-hmm. i think as generations are just starting to understand that like sex is control so even to go ahead and ban it is again trying to like some form of control so i just think that people would be completely against that and i think it would just like make it be a flare-up of now people are going to walk around on the streets naked and go even more places where they shouldn't be naked to prove to people that like yeah people gonna find ways to yeah get that. I, I feel like don't think it's i feel like you regulate porn <clears throat> tumblr or whatever some new version immediately blows up like niggas yeah. like look at my dick now I think, no i think that's the best way to do it is to regulate it i don't think you can ban it though i think you have to do regulations like now nah, how they're like you have to wear condoms in porn and porn t- and tumblr is banned certain things and yeah, like, you have like explicit sides of stuff i think you should have to go to a place for porn like you, you have to go to porn hub for porn i think other places do as best they can. Like Instagram doesn't let you post sexually <clears throat> explicit shit. If you do, it's supposed to be taken down. But I think to ban something is just when you ban stuff, that just makes it even worse. That just it's makes people, a- yeah. So no, I don't. I don't think banning and uh, making porn, banning free porn sites is going to stop sexually explicit ads. No, the I think fi- it's going to make it go up. The five questions that came through are like so fucking varied. <laughs> Vegan lifters, um. What made you a gamer? And oh, well, that's just how fuck you, Kirk. Kirk just being fucking whatever. And then kinks and how everyone's got them, but they're scared of being too nasty. Oh, what the fuck? Where did that come from? I put it on both. That one was on mine. Okay. Um, yeah, I just was like, what? 
I mean, they're cool. It was just like they were so varied. I don't know much about kinks. Ve- what is the kinks? Let's, yeah, let's go I was like, way. I don't know much about vegan lifters. Like, eat which one eat. Um, sorry, Diddy. Uh, kinks and how kinks and how everyone's got them, but they're scared of being too nasty. Mm. I mean, babe, yeah. get up! Come on, jump! <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think people just have to start. I think that might still be a thing, but I think now, like in this sexually open world, people like are coming more into what you like to do with your body. Shit, I could die tomorrow, nigga. Like I'm finna get off. Whoever makes me get off. Yeah, like to me, I'm just one of those people that are like, um, I can't, I I just can't not not with the coat. (laughs) I can't deprive myself of stuff. So like my kinks, I just accept it. I think some people are just worried about. It's how I guess it's just what you grow up knowing. How we just talked about like what what is sex when you grow up with with certain things. I think for some people they grow up with like sex is just a necessity. Like you have sex to have kids, and I I think that makes people be like, oh my kinks are weird. Like this is not what sex is for. Sex is not for dildos or butt sex or yeah. I think like whips and chains or shit. Certain shit's just not normalized. Like so kinks you looked at like even the fact that they're like kinks. I don't know if that's like a bad word, but it makes it seem like oh you doing some you doing some. But what is sex for? I think too affects what people do during sex like what is sex for is sex to please yourself so i think if you look at that in all areas i think even like the being ashamed of it i think that is part of it it's like what do you see sex for do you see sex as something that is supposed to please your partner if you do then you do it a certain type of way if you see sex as something that's to please yourself then you do it a certain type of way if you see sex as just something that is just like oh my body just needs it really quick let me do it to get it out the way then you do it a certain type of way a person who doesn't in my opinion, a person who doesn't believe sex is supposed to be a pleasurable experience for both people and should be fun or explore explorative or those things, they're not going to do those things in sex. That's just my opinion. So they're not going to embrace their kinks because they feel like there's no reason to be tied up during this. That's not what this is for. Or they become deviant. Hmm. It's one extreme Elaborate. Or the other. Elaborate. It's usually one extreme or the other. Either people are able to super suppress those urges and so they in order to do that they don't do anything right they don't eat sweets they don't have sex at all they try to live this asexual life just so that they don't even get close to what they really want to do right or people become really good at hiding what they want in front of other people, but because they do everything in secret and in the dark, it can go much darker than maybe what they would need to feel. It's no regulation that of void. it. They can go further because there's no, there's no nothing. You're not in the room with your wife, right? So the right thing to do would be to share your kink with your wife and you guys do it together, right? But you can't do that. So you're hiding to get your kink off, but because there's maybe nothing in this room you truly care about, your kink can turn into something else mm-hmm. real quick, just with the adrenaline, your imagination, whatever, and now you're a deviant. Because now you've had that high, and you're going to keep chasing, and it gets dark for people. I think it's those two. I think sometimes, though, like that that high is disgusting for some people, though. It is, but you can when you can run back to life where nobody knows you had that high, it's easy for you to do it. Not mm-hmm. easy, but that's what makes deviants deviant. Like that. Kind of sounds like you should like you know not to make it just super simple. 
if it gets you off and it ain't hurting nobody, you should live your shit. You should. Yeah, you but, should. But that's the thing, though. What are we taught? It's hurting people. Like, that's the whole point. You get what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, don't fuck kids. And no, no, no. Oh, I'm yeah, not saying. Ahead. I'm not saying in terms of that. Oh. What I'm saying is literally people who are told, like, sex is not for this. Like, sex is not for pleasure. Sex is just yeah. procreation and this. You are hurting yourself for how some people are taught by chasing or using sex for pleasure. You're hurting yourself. They fall in that first that You get what I'm saying? Category. So that makes it hard to be like, I'm not hurting anybody or I am hurting somebody. It's that how you're taught. I would assume that there had to be there would have to be like more conversations or more spaces where you could be like same way there's like you know everybody there's more spaces for whatever the fuck you into where people can go hey man that shit your daddy taught you or, your, or whoever told you that sex is just between you your wife and God and you put your dick through the hole like if whoever told you that you just get around enough people and people have to start kind of like normalizing certain shit like that motherfucker likes to whatever whatever. Maybe even not, I don't know, like certain shit I think is maybe some wild kinky shit, but certain shit has, it just should be normalized that you're, it's good to explore your sexual appetites in a certain way. And then it kind of, like everything else, like. Yeah, because I'm a nasty motherfucker and I don't know where I got it from. Like, I don't, I don't have no. I know exactly I wasn't touched I, as a kid and no shit like, like nothing, nothing. I don't, but I'm a nigga that's like, I don't, I mean, I don't know, but like I'm a nigga that's just like, everything's game. I'm game. <laughs> don't touch my butt. You yeah. don't bleed on me, but I just think like I think but, like we can pee and we can do everything, but just don't. I would assume that like you weren't so like know. butt stuff. You might not have had like a real judgy. Yeah, like I, a, I just don't. I just I got a little butt. I just always give that disclaimer. I'm not homophobic. You might not have had a butt. real judgy environment where motherfuckers like you do what nigga like. But I never. I guess maybe because my environment was always taught to not give a fuck. Yeah. So even if somebody did, like, oh, you did. Like my like with everything like one of my father's big lines was he's like because he you know as much as he has his I- idea for me and my sister he always kind of would throw out there that you will get grown he goes so you do what makes you happy whether it pisses me off your mom off so you at some point you will have to make certain so I just took that shit everywhere so if a motherfucker was like, was to tell me you do A B and C if I regulate that that makes me happy like genuinely I don't fuck about y'all. I don't, I, I kind of take that back. I guess I, I was always taught by my father to like be like make sure your wife was good, or make sure your lady was good. Oh yeah, in like in the way. in the in the theme of directly sexual, that nigga. No, no, not directly sexual. Oh. Like me and my father have never discussed sex. Like we don't discuss anything directly sexual okay. at all. Like that's just not the climate of our relationship. We don't discuss that. Like we discuss man shit and life shit and like mm. be a man and you know in proper ways of manhood. But in that sexuality has always taken care of itself. That makes sense. You get what I'm saying? My dad was always the type, like, Pop's always the type, like, teaches you about being a man, and if you, you exude manhood properly, then you will have women be attracted to you, and then you will get a chance to learn sex for yourself. That makes sex sense. Sex is not something that can, like, oh, son, you got to whip it and throw it like this. <laughs> like, my Pop's wasn't that tight. He was just like, oh, nah. He was just like, just treat women nice and eventually you'll get to have sex and you'll learn through your own experiences. But there's nothing I can just, I'm not, we're not going to do like the, hey, son, you, we never did it. Do oh, people no. do that? Mine, I told you about my experience with Uncle Stanley where he walked in a room that's like, true. Wow. Uncle Stanley true. just walked in a room like, yo, y'all using condoms and just had a sex talk with me and my cousin. Was but it my, like a real sex talk? No, it was like a real, like, we sat and my uncle, because my uncle was a dude who had, like, a kids and while he was a teenager and shit. Nobody okay. had to talk with him. So he came in there. You know, when people like that who are traumatized by something, they come mm-hmm. in and overly explain to you. 
Oh no, I didn't get the overly explained. I fucked around and I found uh found some Jimmy hats in my dad's car. Like I was like, what are these? And he was like, he didn't. He was like, Phew. yeah. He was like, you know what sex is? And I was like, yeah. I've, like I had got to middle school and I like looked at. It and he was like, look. He's like, you take this, you put it over your stuff so you don't get you know any issues. And he was like, other than that, he goes, it kind of you'll figure out how it works. And he was like, oh, pro tip. You make sure she get hers first. Didn't know what that meant for years, but that was the, that shit, we didn't even make it, the light didn't even turn green. Like, he said that, boom, boom, good to go. So. Yeah, no, nah, it was, my, my, I guess my sex conversation was more so about, like, manhood and yeah, how, he just, he, how, he was it, giving them shits all the yeah, time. Like, sex was yeah. not something to uh, strive for. Sex was more of a, um, and not like, oh, you, you do these things to get it. Like, mm-hmm. you, you. Take care of a woman. That's pleasurable. Like you, you, and you do. If yeah, you live your sex, life this yeah. way, sex gonna just show up. Yeah, it was yeah. more that he taught me those guidelines. So I never was a type that was like trying to or and, and in that once sex sex was under the same guidelines and rules as everything else was. Like make sure you treat your wife good and make sure you please her. So it was no pressure. It was no any of those things for sex. Somebody say no, it's just no. It was not right. All right, whatever. But that. Make sure you please and make sure you do your best. Make sure you do all that, whatever the shit was that my life lessons were, I just applied it to the bedroom as well. I don't know if I had like a, my sex talk was informative. Like that was the purpose of the conversation (laughs) was for me to get information. We in no way related it to myself like personally or like me in relationship with a a boy it was just or a a girl for that matter there was no conversation about relationship and who you would actually do sex with other than to talk about the anatomy of it and what it was like my mom literally she had a book one of her nursing books it's about reproductive health and all that type of stuff she came in the room she said you know like we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about your body, you as a woman, yada, yada. So I'm like, okay. Um, so she opens the book. It's a picture of the women's reproductive system. She's like, these are the parts of your, your, your body. Don't ever let me hear you call, like, your, your vulva a vagina. Like, my mom, she was like that. She's like, you, you need to know you how your body works. Like, that's stupid. I don't want you thinking, like, you pee out of your clitoris, all this stupid <laughs> stuff that girls turn into women thinking for real because they don't know this is this is one of those moments where it's like wow a female's upbringing is completely different because when i say i i 100 percent remember being like seven and niggas legitimately were like girls pee out of their butts like bro we said that shit we said it was me and my friends we dead ass said that shit and meant it it was like yo you know girls pee out of their butts it was like yeah girls definitely pee out of their butts and we roll with that shit for sure that sounds like some shit that would be on it's always sunny in philadelphia nigga we like dude she she pees out her butt we said it just like that it wasn't no joke we wasn't laughing Uh, we said that shit with it was a confirmed fact like girls pee out of their butts it essentially sounds like you were at a congress meeting like that sounds like a congress meeting in trump's cabinet um and i don't yeah i don't remember how the conversation comes up but i know it was their butts yeah here's the dumb part i know it was me that said i was like girls pee out of their butts and niggas looked at me because i said it so it was like oh of course i knew that and i was like yeah girls pee out of their butts just finding that out everything out of their butt like they think when you start your period that it comes out of your butt your butt is bleeding how many times have you heard like oh no i i I don't know again i was just 
Yeah, they, it's a it's a tube in there and it just switches different butt vibes. I don't know what like, that's about. I say that to say like that was my conversation, and she like her when she talked about class. when she talked when she talked about men, she was like, no, she told me about like sensation and how to make yourself feel good. She, she told me that before I ever think about having sex with somebody else, I should. You definitely should have got transfer credits for this so, shit. Exactly. Then, yeah, this was she, Professor Mom. Progress support. We talked or about some diseases. Shit. She showed me how to put a condom on. And she said, the only advice I can give you is to never let the little boy put the condom on because he don't know how to do it right. I can promise you. And if you want to make sure nothing happens to you, you better put it on yourself. That's Then she showed me how to put a condom on. And I had to put a condom on a, a cucumber. And then that was it. She had to take a pass or fail test at the end of it. You, and, so and, like, and for this reason, she it? will never speak to our, my. She will never speak to my children about sex. I was like, ever, say, what was it ever. like? Like I literally, like I only watched it every now and again on television. But what was it like? Like living on Sesame Street to get these lessons like on a just daily basis. It wasn't a daily basis. You we lived had, in we PBS. We did not talk about sex at all. We had that conversation about sex, and we've never talked about it again. But if you'd asked about drugs, you'd have been Griselda Blanco. No, cause she doesn't know shit about drugs. <laughs> yeah, like she she got sex from like so again. I think that She's affects how I think that affects how everybody like how she learns sex. I think affects how she has sex. That's like, true. That sounds you like know what I'm saying. Bar. It's true. So yeah, I think that was I'm my aware. Point. And then there's me. Yeah, then there's me. Girls pee out their butts. That's terrible. Yeah, then you don't just judge girls me, pee out their butts, and I'm just like, hey, look, I'm gonna go mow the grass. You give me some pussy when I feel like it, and that's just been my life. Like just. <laughs> Like the other day, I'm like, other day we get ready to have sex. I'm like trying to get a quickie before I go to work, and she's grocery shopping, and I'm just like, oh, all right, well, she's online grocery shopping. And I'm saying, like, all right, well, I'm just gonna go to sleep oh, and just, babe. whenever you just want to have some spare pussy, just I'll take it. I was right there. But you get like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's a how people learn it is. And then, you, you get what I'm saying? Oh no, I've, yeah, I I like I 100 percent identify with you. I'm like, oh, if I gotta if I gotta do too much. Oh no, we're good. Yeah, no, like yeah, if not, a woman mm-mm. tells me no, or like I'm busy, I, I don't want to have sex with you no more. Like the oh, moment no, I'm is not, literally passed for me. No, yeah, I'm not pressing no line. Yeah, like, no, we're, I'm not. We a go. If you don't catch that moment, then you just don't touch me. Go over there. Yeah, and yeah, let's I, be done I, with you this. Know, I'm, I'm almost. Too, yeah. I'm like I'm a renaissance. If you come at me, I'm. Come on, I've never like I've never understood niggas like I'm like man that let me know it's go for go like I. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's just but I I think that affects how absolutely. It all happens. Mm-hmm. Like if you learn it as a um like a straightforward thing of like this is this, this is this, I think it becomes like a this is this foundational. Yeah. Foundational so, lessons, folks. But I think I think with all of that, no matter how you learned it, you should break it and relearn it yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think sexually, like you should break it no matter how you learn whatever you learn sexually from Actually, your parents. No. I think that is just exactly what you said, foundational. And I think after that you should build like I think there's sex. I don't think I don't think that's a like until right now I haven't I don't think that was like or is preached enough like from parents that at some point you have to prepare your kid to break whatever you told them. Mm-hmm. Like you tell them like I told you enough that you don't go out here and like die. But I am aware that at some point you will make your own decisions, yeah. and I need to preach that. Hey, at some point you're gonna piss me off. You're gonna piss the world. What I'm off. telling you is yeah. only enough to get you to where, yes. get you to an age where you can start making and learning things yourself. I'm not telling you things for the rest of your life. That's one thing that mm-hmm. even like with with Lee, like when I was raising Lee, I, I'm not telling you things for you to take for the rest of your life. I'm telling you things that you take with you until you can you get old enough to make your own fucking decisions yep. about shit. Once you get older to make your own decision about certain shit, no matter what it was, as she got older, it became different things. 
it, it, at first wow. it was we eating this for dinner. Later that just on, blew it was my mind. Thanks, mom and dad. Yeah, like at first it was Good we job. eating this for dinner. Then as she grew, hey baby, what you want to eat for dinner? And then eventually, you know, it just becomes this thing with all kinds of stuff. First it was I'm picking her clothes and shoes, and then it was hey, what do you want to wear? Mm. What do you want us to go buy for you? And then it became it, it grows like that. But I I don't know. Like my parenting always has my parenting method has always been there. Like I'm just I, I never am trying to be the. It's very rare that I'm trying to be the end all be all to anything. Even like how we talk about with the show, it's really to spark conversation, not end it. Mm-hmm. So even my parenting is just really to start yeah, your life. It's not to end it for you. Really... You know, I'm not trying to. Um... Sounds super rigid too. That sounds like no fun. <laughs> I'm the end all, be all. I'm done. It's rap. Yes, yeah. you know. But I don't feel like a lot of people are parented that way, and so a lot of people don't parent that way. Mm-hmm. People didn't come from the school of I'm telling you this just for now, and then you're gonna make your own decisions, and you can even go against what I've taught you to live a life you're happy with. Like nobody, I feel like parents were not saying that. I, <laughs> and I, like I, that I mean, I don't think I was though. told that. I think I was. I'm not, yeah, but you was raised that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like when I like when I think about like just how certain lessons went, it wasn't like I was just flat out like you're gonna be different. But, but I think it that's was, the matrix of it all. It's like they teach you to think for yourself, hoping that eventually you will think for yourself on things they taught you how to think about. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the matrix. Like that's breaking the matrix is realizing that you everything you have been taught is not what you're supposed to be taught. You're really supposed to be taught this one thing. And this one thing is what you use to guide the rest of your life, not what this book of things that I've given you. Yeah, you have to break it down, like, simply. Like, it's like a... What's that fucking movie? Everybody watched Inception, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, how the concept was, like, the thing that will control you is, like, this very, very simple idea. Yeah, Yeah, you just... You drop that in the kid, and that will build... Kid has a... Or is a person. They have to Mm -hmm. build their own shit. Because also... Like I'm not a parent, but I'm like I'm going to die, and I'm going supposed to, I'm supposed to die before you. So I got to give you enough that you can figure this out on your own. If it's all based around my thought, you're fucked because I'm finna, you know, I'm gonna check out this motherfucker before you. Well, supposed to check out before you, and then if I'm going and you still here and you rely on me to think for you, fucked. Yeah, without a doubt. I even think if you think exactly like them, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Because we all, I, I'm a firm believer that things expire. Like time and shit fucking expires. Like people expire. Thought processes, ideologies, a lot of shit expires. If you haven't looked at it, that's why all great things eventually come to an end because very few things are built to stand the test of time. Democracy, um, communism, fascism all of this shit eventually isms yeah anything that you build is gonna fall because it's not built to stand the test of time so with that understand that something is only as good without evolution you're bound for extinction if something doesn't if you don't make something evolve if you don't find ways to update it upgrade it however you want to describe it then it's just going to be something eventually that's just no fucking good to anybody including yourself Them's the facts folks so yeah, we got a uh, three minutes to spare. Um, unless TJ and Tiff have something they want to plug in, I'm, uh, I'm about to. Uh, oh no, not plug in. Um, fucking shout out to uh, Mindful Complexions. I was just about to say that. Yeah, shout, like, out, shout to out to the ladies at Mindful like, Complexions. Go, y'all go check them out. Um, I'll sit all natural skin care for men, beard, uh, beard care. Y'all go do that. Um, check y'all out some dirty laundry clothing. Awesome. Um, who else? Some ETNLA. 
Yes, yeah, get they you some. Neck been smelling good for two days. Yeah, yeah. I've been doing my beard, bro. This shit was fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was without just, a doubt. Shout out, to, shout out to them. Yeah, they I was. Just, in a, I put that shit on my face, and I was walking around with the. I just ate some pussy faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was looking like uh, what's that? The Shannon got Sharp the cedar wood, bro. I was. Mm, 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 it mm, smells beautiful. Mm, 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 that's mm, me. That's me right there. Mm, that's me right there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, they do good shit, man. <sighs> yeah, man. I'm about to go get me some seafood. What you about to do? Honestly, that's a fucking move. You want to go to Crab Queens? <laughs> Anybody here in this live, come meet us at Crab Queens. Shit, but shit. All right. Uh, it's your favorite show's favorite show. Honestly, it podcast. Go back and listen to this week. We was on Never Not Extra 2. Go back and listen man, to that episode. Shout out to shout them. Out to, shout out to them, that man. That shit was fun. Gang shit. We're going to have them on in the next couple of weeks to do Boats and Hoes Part 2. We're going to yeah, do but, uh, y'all gotta, a sequel uh, to it on this show. Y'all, you know, shout out to them, but you know, Kirsten and Money, y'all can't ever add me out like that. On never Tuesday, again, man. My ne- back never, hurt, never, my never. Shit hurt that I don't even know it's supposed to hurt. My toes was hurting. Yeah, never again. But we fucks with y'all definitely yeah, though. Yeah, man. we owe y'all one. We gonna do it one more, but after that we done because we owe and we wash. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah, <laughs> we go. <laughs> Careful with edible skin. <laughs>